0: It's the birthday of legendary playwright Tennessee Williams, born in 1911 Columbus, Mississippi. His father, C.C. C. Williams, was an alcoholic shoe salesman, and his mother was the daughter of a music teacher and an Episcopal priest. As a small child, Williams suffered from a case of diphtheria, which nearly ended his life, leaving him weak and virtually confined to his house during a period of recuperation that lasted a year. At least in part, as a result of this illness, he was less robust as a child than his father wished. Cornelius Williams, a descendant of hardy East Tennessee pioneer stock, hence Williams' professional name, had a violent temper and was a man prone to use his fists. He regarded his son's effeminacy with disdain, and his mother Edwina, locked in an unhappy marriage, focused her overbearing attention almost entirely on her frail young boy. Many critics and historians note that Williams found inspiration for much of his writing in his own dysfunctional family. When Williams was eight years old, his father was promoted to a job at the home office of the International Shoe Company in St. Louis, Missouri. His mother's continual search for what she considered to be an appropriate address, as well as his father's heavy drinking and loudly turbulent behavior, caused them to move numerous times around the city. He attended Solden High School, a setting he referred to in his play The Glass Menagerie. At the University of Missouri, Williams' fraternity brothers found him shy and socially backward, a loner who spent most of his time at the typewriter. After he failed a military training course in his junior year, his father pulled him out of school and put him to work at the International Shoe Company factory. Although Williams, then 21, hated the monotony, the job drove him to write even more than before, and he set himself a goal of writing one story a week. Overworked, unhappy, and lacking any further success with his writing, by his 24th birthday he had suffered a nervous breakdown and left his job. Memories of this period and a particular factory co-worker became part of the character Stanley Kowalski in A Streetcar Named Desire. By the mid-1930s, his father's increasing alcoholism and abusive temper finally resulted in their permanent separation. In the late 1930s, as the young playwright struggled to have his work accepted, Williams supported himself with a string of menial jobs that included a notably disastrous stint as caretaker on a chicken ranch in Laguna Beach, California. It wasn't until 1944 when Williams began to see success, when his play The Glass Menagerie was successfully produced in Chicago and garnered good reviews. It then moved to New York, where it became an enormous hit during its long Broadway run. The play tells the story of a young man named Tom, his disabled sister, Laura, and their controlling mother, Amanda, who tries to make a match between Laura and a gentleman caller. William's use of his own familial relationships as inspiration for the play is impossible to miss. Elia Kazan, who directed many of William's greatest successes, said this of William's, Everything in his life is in his plays, and everything in his plays is in his life. The huge success of his next play, A Streetcar Named Desire, in 1947, secured his reputation as a great playwright. Although widely celebrated and increasingly wealthy, Williams was still restless and insecure and in the grip of a fear that he would not be able to replicate his own success. Williams' work reached a national audience in the 1950s, when The Glass Menagerie and Streetcar were made into motion pictures. Later plays, also adapted for the screen, included Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, The Rose Tattoo, Orpheus Descending, The Night of the Iguana, Sweet Bird of Youth, and Summer and Smoke. But Williams would never again repeat the success of the 1940s and 50s. Williams worked tirelessly through the 60s and 70s, but as his writing style evolved, critics, and audiences alike failed to connect with Williams' new work. Throughout most of his adult life, Williams struggled with severe alcohol and drug abuse. On February 25th of 1983, Williams most likely tapped a few secanol into a small bottle cap and tilted his head back. He was found dead in his suite at the Hotel Elise in New York. It was reported that Williams had choked to death from accidentally inhaling the plastic cap. He was 71 years old. Along with Eugene O'Neill and Arthur Miller, Tennessee Williams is widely regarded as one of America's major playwrights of the 20th century. The production of his first two Broadway plays, Glass Menagerie and Streetcar, secured Tennessee Williams' place in theater history. Critics Playgoers and fellow dramatists recognized in Williams a poetic innovator who, refusing to be confined in what Stark Young and the New Republic called the usual sterilities of our playwriting patterns, pushed drama into new fields, stretched the limits of the individual play, and became one of the founders of the so-called new drama. Praising the Glass Menagerie as a revolution of what superb theater could be, Theater critic Brooks Atkinson asserted that William's remembrance of things past gave the theater distinction as a literary medium. Twenty years later, Joanne Stang wrote in the New York Times that the American theater, indeed theater everywhere, has never been the same since the premiere of The Glass Menagerie. William's seminal work, A Streetcar Named Desire, became only the second play in history to win both the Pulitzer Prize and the New York Drama Critics Circle Award. Considered the master drama of the generation, famed New York Times drama critic T.E. Calum said this about streetcar. The inevitability of a great work of art is that you cannot imagine the time when it didn't exist. You can't imagine a time when streetcar didn't exist. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.